0: Hello and welcome to Collision Cast, the official podcast of Fender Bender Magazine, helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Fender Bender editor Todd Kortemeier. In this episode, I'm joined by Fender Bender columnist Drew Bryant to break down his April edition of Due Process, entitled Inspect What You Expect. Drew breaks down how a common business phrase applies to a shop's ability to implement processes, and specifically, how to institute a system of accountability to make sure the whole team is on board. For more from Drew, you can check out all his columns on FenderBender.com and also revisit the Klusion Cast archives as Drew joins the show each month to take a deeper dive on his columns. And now, here's our conversation. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, chatting here today with Fender Better columnist Drew Bryant. We're going to be breaking down his April column uh, entitled Inspect What You Expect. Now, uh, Drew, that's a phrase that um, people have maybe heard before out there. You want to maybe give kind of a brief overview of what that means when it comes to you know, implementing processes and how that relates to um, you know that process in a business?
1: Yeah, definitely a commonly used term within business. I think um, it's 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 one that's probably underestimated within our industry um, as a whole. It really just boils back to accountability. Um, you you got to be able to, you know, having solid policy, procedure, you know, foundational things that uh, that the, the team can have confidence to know that if they're going to have consistent results if they follow through on. Um, are only as good as the, the as the the administrative team that's following through to ensure that those are being done consistently so um if you can write all the policy and procedure in the world that you want but if if you don't have uh you know structured uh SOPs and or uh, accountability in, you know inbred within your administrative team to to ensure that they're being done they're they're only as good as the paper that they're on and
0: so you run down some of the ways, you know, some of the things you can expect when implementing processes and, you know, resistance is sort of one of the inevitable ones. Um, could you maybe just, you know, give a few of the ways that you can overcome that resistance and how that, you know, accountability then kind of turns around to advancing the process? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. As as humans, we're all you know, we, we always circle back to, to instinctively wanting to avoid change. It's not it's a vulnerable state for most of us. A lot of people don't like to to be in a, in a, you know, a, a new idea or implement some sort of new strategy. And really the best way to, to grab that by the horns that I have found is just to ask rational questions. So if you've got a hurdle, a problem, something that you've got to be able to get the team to wrap their 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 their, their hands around, and and work together to be able to develop a solution toward, um, you've gotta be able to have a series of rational questions that define the importance of it and and really the interests that they should have in developing a solution. And if you can remain really dedicated and focused on asking the right questions, uh, it really becomes the obvious that uh, we're silly to not spend time and energy uh, on on getting everybody's buy-in to develop a solution. Uh, around whatever the particular, you know, uh, area of of opportunity to address or make more efficient would be. So how do you kind of know what the line is there with like, you know,
0: this is just a new thing and people are hesitant to embrace a new thing or, you know, this is maybe
1: a bad idea and like maybe people aren't actually going to get this. I think personality is going to play a role into that. And and you can definitely, you know, without the inspect what you expect or accountability or follow up or however you want to reference it, it is very easy to end up in an environment when you're trying to implement policy and procedure to just become the next flavor of the week. And that flavor of the week is usually thrived from the inability to have proper follow through. So you come up with an idea, the team works to implement it. But because nobody ever actually circles back for the feedback as to how it went, was it, was it, did it go horribly wrong or, or were were there some nuggets in there that maybe it's not being executed today, but there are, there were a few key things that we're able to, um, you know, bring back to the room and circle back as feedback and having structure once again, around that regular meetings where you're able to say, okay, um, you know, Hey, where, what's our status on X? You know how how are we doing on our our latest implemented you know uh, process around Y? Um, feedback from the team that that they're able to put into an organized manner to where you can have a, a specific time to set aside to sit down and say, okay, we made a decision last week to implement this. Um, has anybody has anybody touched base or followed up on it? Well, yeah, yeah, there's some feedback, and you sit down and really have the opportunity to bounce the ideas because. The personalities in the room are all going to bring something different to that conversation. Um, And and where you have somebody that's maybe more dominant on the analytical side, their perspective on how things went and the efficiencies that that particular process created are going to be totally different than the person in the room that's far more sensitive and more of a people pleaser, right? So all valuable in their own form and own way, but without a structured, consistent meeting and respecting all of those personalities in the room, it all goes to waste
0: respect uh, you mentioned there is a really key factor where everybody knows that, you know, they're able to bring things to the table and it's not going to be you know taken in a certain way. You have to sort of do that work up front.
1: And that's all on the responsibility of, of us as owners on how we respond to things, right? Even if it's the most ridiculous thing we've heard all week, um, we really got to do our due diligence to maintaining composure and, and endorse that that feedback is necessary. The more of that that we can get from the team, um, the, the the more valuable that that content becomes, right? Because they realize that good, bad, or ugly, whatever it may be, here's my two cents at the time, and uh, regardless of the level of emotion that I'm communicating that under, it does it, it creates that interdependence and everyone having uh, a mutual level of respect that we're all working on the same common goal and common target. Yeah, you know?
0: and trust as well. Like they have to trust that what is being implemented from the top down is something that you know they they can feel is gonna be a good thing for
1: the business. Most definitely. And even if initially, you know, I found over the years that if they don't have trust with something in the beginning, maybe they think that it's the wrong decision and we shouldn't go that direction. And what they will have established or what they will establish trust in is, is knowing that we're going to circle back and talk about it again. So if you believe it's the wrong move, let's let the data over the next week, the next two weeks, the next month, whenever your defined time, to circle back and have this this intentional time to speak on things, uh, you know that could be after hours, during lunch. It could be a lunch in half hour, an hour. It really depends on the size of the overall operation would define the amount of energy that you would put towards it. Um, but the, the team member begins to understand that they can trust that we will circle back, and I'll have the opportunity to voice my opinion again and and really provide the results as to why I I believe it's the right best interest for the company and or not.
0: And so then it certainly depends on the individual process and in question, but, you know, how do you go, then go long-term when you're revisiting this? Is it, you know, you're always revisiting it, even in like your production meetings? Or is it like, you know, you take a, a sort of broad view of it a few months down the road? Or, you know, how do you go about that maintaining that long-term?
1: Great question. So I, I, in all honesty, on a day-to-day basis, the, the, the way that we're able to focus and hone in on specifically where we're putting the energy at whether it be, you know, that month, that quarter, whatever, is off of the feedback that's provided from the frontline team members. So everybody is recording what they're seeing on a day-to-day basis um, on digital lists. And those lists get compiled uh, and they become our meeting agenda. So we have a specific meeting to sit down and review those lists. And and we say, okay, you know, um, parts ordering, you know, parts delays is on multiple people's lists, right, uh, consecutive times. That may be an area that we need to have some revisions or, or look deeper into. You know, maybe it's the inevitable. We have the most policy and procedure we, polished, we, we, we possibly can have, and it's just the inevitable of the industry and what we're dealing with. But at least we know that we can advise consumers and, and walk them down the steps of what's in their best interest based upon knowing that our processes are reflective of everything that would support the most efficient parts transaction possible. Uh, and because we're circling back to whatever is essentially the cream rising on everyone's lists, um, it's 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 relative information, right? We're not going ah. Uh, the confidence of the team, uh, confidence of the team, is not that that's potentially a dated SOP or a dated process that we're following that's that's creating the inefficiency, uh, but rather. Uh, We know that this is the most current form of parts ordering and the most current form of communicating. And unfortunately, this is the X, Y, Z circumstance of whatever we're dealing with. So um, it it drives that confidence. And then we know that simply where we need to focus and where we need to improve are the areas that we see the most consistency of the feedback from the team.
0: For sure. Uh, Drew, any final words of advice, any uh, words of wisdom on this topic?
1: Yeah, I would just say, yeah, this isn't easy. This is uh know that if 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 you're if you're somebody that says, you know, I've tried this time and time again and I I just can't, I can't find myself to to hold them to it, utilize every form of automation that you can, right? If it's if if you've got something that you're trying to implement and you're saying, um I want to have this, you know, done by the end of the month, great. Have you know in an effort to get it done by the end of the month how many times do you think you should follow up with it and embed that within a calendar or put a reminder on your phone or put a posting note on your monitor on your on your computer whatever you know works for you in order to be able to keep yourself current and and really create the breadcrumb for you to trip upon and circle back to hold your team accountable um, your ability to do that consistently long term Inevitably, it's just going to, to just breed results for you, and then the results will motivate both the team and yourself. But in the beginning, don't beat yourself up that you're not uh, you know you're, you're not holding them accountable. It's it's not easy as business owners. We got things coming at us at every every different angle and every different direction, um, especially in today's worlds between you know customers wanting their vehicles and parts, etc. Um, whatever the case may be, if you can leverage as much automation as you can. Uh, I think the outcome um, will be more consistent for you if you have the in, intentional effort to sit down and say, "Okay, before I move on to my next thing, I'm going to put a few checkpoints in for me to make sure that I'm 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 following following back with these guys." Some great words to operate by, Fender Bender columnist Drew Bryan, Thanks so much for joining us.